years, he's talked to you about chemtrails. What through all these chemtrails? Genetically modified foods, poisons and vaccines, 9-11. Were they tested for super thermite? I doubt it. And other topics they don't want you to know about. I don't believe anything the government tells me. Sean Raspatello, owner and operator of RazRadioLive.com, now has his own t-shirt. Egomaniac. Buy the all-new Why I'm Right t-shirt from Teespring.com forward slash RazRadioLive. So say goodnight to the bad guy. You only have until June 27th to take advantage of this opportunity. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth. Masqueraded your doctor Pills become bullets Then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army Built to slaughter Till men in mass Come for your wife And your daughter Whoa Now what Here they come for the guns And God and demons Disguises priests and nuns Time to run With no place to go Except Honduras With a man called Foretold Jones Skull and bones Invade the skies With robot drones Check the infrared radar For UFOs Silvery gold Behold the weather's controlled By genetically Modified hybrid clones Built in bunkers With subjects under mind control Injected and observed In the combat zone Now come on It's the chemtrail skies It's the government lies It's the poison in the water Then the all the time just be a dog run around catch frisbees pee on a fire hydrant life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats 
Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. 
and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Well, 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 it is Tuesday, June 21st, 1st, 2016. You're listening to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos.Live. Coming to you live from, from FEMA Region 4. I haven't said that in a long time. Down in southwest Florida, it's still sunny. Uh, no chemtrails today. It was, it was a rather nice day, although we had a hell of them yesterday. Trying to bring something up on us. They're always up to something. Always want to do something. Always want to move it up on us. That's all right. We can handle it. As usual, I hope everybody had a great week. I hope uh, you know you you enjoyed life. You got some good things done. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, mine was kind of slow, quiet. It was good. You know, that's kind of what Father's Day is, though. We just kind of want to sit around and be left alone. <sighs> Did dinner with the family. There must be something in the air. Because my son's been uh, a little off the chain this weekend. Kind of kind of hard to handle this weekend. You know, I had to lay the discipline down. But, yeah, you got to do that. These children nowadays need discipline. There's not enough of it in the world. <laughs> yeah. Spent time with my father. We went to dinner. It was a nice night. I hope you all uh, got to spend time with your father. And, you know, if your father's not here anymore, I hope you thought about him and, and remembered him. I don't know. Father's Day is one of those ones. Uh, uh, it doesn't really feel like we should do anything on it, right? <laughs> I know this weekend we had to rent a boat so we could all get together and and get out on it, bigger one. So that's what we'll be doing this weekend coming up for Father's Day because they were all rented. But anyway, that's that. Uh, last week I was extremely, extremely fired up. I, I really, after listening back to the show, I was was kind of impressed with it. Honestly, the whole entire show just just seemed. Uh, high energy, high energy. I, and it's going to be hard coming off of that show last week into this show tonight. Hopefully I can bring the same energy that I had last week. Nobody pissed me off this week. You know, nobody uh, went behind my back and, and said bad things about me. So it's going to be hard to get that fired up. But, of course, there's a lot of different things to talk about. Uh, the Republicans down here, I guess uh, a lot of the Republicans, not down here, but a lot of the Republicans uh, didn't, go through with the vote for the gun control measures. We'll get into some of that information. Uh, U.S. and Russia playing games over in Syria. Uh, you know, And, of course, we've got lawmakers coming out demanding that we uh, make it take action in Syria and, and create a no-fly zone. I wonder why that is. I wonder what, what we're trying to do there. I wonder what, what we want. Oh, Assad works with Russia, and they don't want the pipeline. Okay, that's right. I forgot. It, it slipped my mind. I couldn't remember why it was. So so 51 U.S. diplomats are urging strikes against uh, Syria's Assad. And we know this has been ongoing for some time now. This has been not... Uh, we've talked about it. It's been four years. The the, uh, the whole thing is going on. We got, uh, we're going to get into a Russian-U.S. Uh, entanglement that could have led very badly. Uh, and that's not what we want. We don't need 
World War III pushed upon us because the elite are trying to uh, jockey for position. With Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, is it time? Do you believe? <laughs> you know, you 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 set everything up. I know we do this every week. Oh, download it. I know, I know, I know. But you think that 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 when you prep it and you got it ready to go, that it would cooperate with you? But of course not. It just doesn't want to. That's not how it works around here. <clears throat> I am working on a uh, trying to get set up for uh, some video for you guys, some video of me, and I'll be able to, to play some of these videos that I play. You'll be able to see what I'm playing. And so that's kind of why I like doing the video mode. And, and I'm working on it. I need to get a, an upgraded computer, or, or not even an upgraded computer. I need a Windows 7 or better computer that's not my laptop, because my laptop get, has noise in it. We're back with Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. Is it time, do you believe, as an Iraq War veteran, you've seen war up close, to consider that recommendation from those 51 U.S. career diplomatic professionals? No. What they're proposing is exactly the wrong thing to do. Why? Uh, because it would escalate the current war, the illegal counterproductive war that the U.S. is waging to overthrow the Syrian government of Assad. It's something that Secretary Clinton is proposing that she would do as commander-in-chief, as president, which is implement a no-fly zone. Uh, which essentially would worsen the humanitarian crisis. It would escalate this war, worsen the refugee crisis, and it would take us directly into a violent conflict with Russia, the other nuclear power in the world. Uh, we've got to learn from the past, Wolf, and this is what's most important here. Nothing. Now, this is what's most important here. Remember, we have to learn from the past, she says. This is what's most important here. Here, nothing appears to have been learned from Iraq and the overthrow of Saddam Hussein and the failure of that country okay. that came Check. after that and the strengthening of Al Qaeda and ISIS. No one appears to have learned from what happened in Libya with the overthrow of Gaddafi. Okay. We Check. just had uh, the CIA director testifying yesterday that ISIS' strongest and most dangerous foothold exists in Libya, a failed oh, nation, tremendous loss of Libya, life, uh, and now uh, uh, ISIS, ISIS stronger there today. Uh -huh. What we will see in Syria, if this escalation were allowed to occur, if we continue down the path that we're on, would be that same outcome. Stronger ISIS, stronger Al-Qaeda, greater threat to the region and to the world. What to speak of the uh, worsened humanitarian refugee crisis and genocide that would come about as a result of that? Hmm, it sounds like these 51 uh, U.S. Dipl diplomats uh, want to perpetuate what we're trying allegedly to to stop and and combat against? Uh, it sounds like they're just following the same script that we've seen for seventy years at least, beginning in Egypt in what the forties, Libya or uh, um, um, Iran in the forties. Think about it. It, it, they're just doing the same thing over and over. What, what is the definition of uh, uh, insanity? You know, we talk about these elections and and how this person's going to stop this and this person's going to stop that. Did did Trump change his his uh, his election uh, leader guy, whatever the hell he's called? I forget what he what his name was or what he's called. Did, did he change that? Because it's now time to start following the the party line to go to go down the path that's required to go down. Well, these are the things we have to concern ourselves with, what we have to question. And why do why do they change all of a sudden? You know, this guy's been working with them. I know there's some 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 history with him, but 
You see it all the time in these elections where they just change all of a sudden. And we don't need to continue to to, to create the the blowback, as as Ron Paul would say, uh, of of in interfering with these other countries. We constantly interfere with these other countries. We constantly think that we know better. We wouldn't have any of these problems that we're looking at right now if we didn't stick our nose into everybody's business, if we didn't try to tell everybody how to live. And I know I say that all the time, and, and that's part of what, you know, Shannon Burke was saying, that I'm a, I'm a, a, a blame us everything, I hate America. Well, when, when we can prove that it's been us most of the time that's, that's really allowed and, and, and made these things happen, then it's not an argument. It, it's what it is. So I was talking about uh, why we shouldn't be in, in Syria, why we, why we should allow the region to handle it. And if, if Russia and other surrounding countries feel that Assad needs to stay, then you know what? They're closer to the situation. Let them deal with it. Stop financing people that, that we think are going to be our friends. It's not new. It's what we did, what we've done. We won't stop doing it until we eliminate this government that we allowed to take over. The, the craziness of, of what they're doing. U.S. and Russian jets crash uh, clash over Syria. U.S. and Russian fighter jets bloodlessly tangled in the air over Syria on June 16th, 16th as the American pilots tried and failed to stop the Russians from bombing U.S.-backed rebels in southern Syria near the border with Jordan. The aerial close encounter underscores just how chaotic Syria's skies have become as Russians and the U.S.-led coalition work at cross-purposes, each dropping bombs in support of separate factions in the five-year-old civil war. So five years, not even four years. The near clash also highlights the escalating risk of American and Russian forces actually coming to blows over Syria, potentially sparking a much wider conflict between the world's leading nuclear powers. The the incident began when at least two twin-engine Su-34 bombers, some of Moscow's most advanced warplanes, struck what the Pentagon described as border garrisons, housing around 200 U.S.-supported rebels in At-Tafa, on the Syrian side of the Syrian-Jordan border. The rebels had been conducting counter-ISIL operations in that area, in the area, the Pentagon stated on June 18th, using alternative acronym for ISIS. Yeah, that, that's another thing. I love how they're constantly flip-flopping the, the, the name of this organization. It's, and I know that, you know, there's other fractions. So, you know, I, IS is the main thing. Well, you got ISIL, ISIS, uh, ICE. I, there's just so many of them. It's, I, I don't even remember most of them. Excuse me. The United States and its allies in Syria clearly did not expect the airstrike, the rebels in At-Taf are part party to a, sh- a shaky ceasefire agreement between rebel forces and the regime of Saddam, uh, Syrian pre- President Bashar al-Assad. And by extension, the Russian military conjunct backing al-Assad, the Los Angeles Times reported on, that Russian planes had not previously been active at ta- at jesus over at Taf, the, the name of that town is it's at Taf. So when like you're reading it, you want to say at as in at Taf, not at Taf, where it's the, the whole name. Does that make sense? The way I was stuttering over that, so I apologize. I don't like to stutter over things. 
Uh, the U.S. Navy scrambled F.A. 18 fighters to intercept the Russians, the Los Angeles Times reported. The Navy had de- deployed two aircraft carriers to the region for strikes on ISIS. As the F.A. 18 approached the Su-34, officials with U.S. Central Command, which oversees America's war in the Middle East and Afghanistan, used a special hotline to contact their Russian counterparts, directing Russians, Russians' own intervention in Syria. Arriving at over at TAF, the American pilots apparently spoke dire- directly to the Russian pilot of uh, Russian aviators. Pilots can communicate with one another on a communication channel set up to avoid air accidents, Central Command confirmed in a statement to the Daily Beast. Washington and Moscow had established the hotline as part of a so-called safety of flight memorandum of understanding that the two governments signed in October specifically in order to avoid the kind of aerial confrontation that occurred over Syria last week. Now listen, we're supporting opposite sides of the teams here between Russia and us. How are you going to avoid this conflict? Because they're going to call and say, hey, we're going to go bomb this group. And we're going to say, no, that's our group. And they're going to say, well, no, that's uh, they're they're going against President Assad. And we're going to go bomb. Them. No, you can't do that. Oh, well, we're going to do it anyway. Uh, so-called say blah, blah, blah. With the American jets flying close enough to visualize, uh, visually identify the Su-34s, the Russians departed the airspace over Ataf. Sometime shortly thereafter, the FAA teams ran low on fuel and left the area in order to link up with an aerial tanker. That's when the Su-34s reportedly returned to Ataf and bombed the rebels again. Sounds like military tactic. According to Los Angeles Times, the second strike killed first responders assisting survivors or survivors of the first bombing run. Okay, well, obviously they're the bad guys to Russia and... You know, war sucks. It's not our backyard. We shouldn't have our aircraft carriers there, should we? I mean, really? Should we have them there? The next day, senior U.S. Defense Department officials organized an extraordinary video conference with Russian counterparts to discuss the incident. The meeting included Acting Assistant Secretary of International Security Affairs... (laughs) Say that three times real fast. Acting Assistant Secretary for International Security Affairs, Elisa Slotkin, and U.S. Marine Corps Lieutenant General Kenneth McKenzie, a strategic planner on the Pentagon's joint staff, plus unspecified Russian military of defense officials. So basically, again, we've got stupidity going on. This is going to lead to a major incident. We're going to end up... Either one of our planes are going to get shot down, and we're going to scream, you know, we got to go after Russia now, or or one of their planes are going to get shot down, and they're going to scream, they're going to go after us, and then they'll start shooting our planes down, and it's just going to turn into an ugly mess that we don't need to, to even approach. I mean, we don't even need to come close to that ugly mess coming up. That's just no good for us. It's not going to help anybody. I mean, really. It's not going to do any good for any of us. We're going to be really sorry if we allow this this direction that we're traveling in to continue to travel. It's just not going to do any good. <laughs> I don't know how else I can I can say that. I can say it eight million times over, and I'm not the only one saying it. There's lots of people that say this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. <laughs> 
how are we going to stop it? How are we going to prevent it? What what do we what can we do? What can we do to really pull it together? I mean, I do this radio show. It's not all the answers. It's some kind of action. I know a lot of you listening to your own shows. We try. We need more people. And I, I think we see more people. Oh, geez, it's going to get noisy in a second. I think we see more people uh, standing up and talking about it. it, it more people are, are aware that there's something not right. Now, unfortunately, they think Donald Trump is going to be the the savior of, of all of it. Just electing him will, will make the world happy again. You know, I was listening to Clinton at lunchtime today talking. I, there was really nothing else to listen to, so I, I just listened to her. And she, she was talking about uh, how we have to get China to, to stop sending cheap steel. And, of course, the thought of, 9-11 popped in my head. <laughs> Cheap steel. I wonder if any of that's the, the Twin Tower steel. If any of that's from you know back then. When we, uh, when, when we get back from the break, and, and I got some really interesting uh, comedy bits I'm going to play tonight. I, I found this new comedian. I think it was last week, and we found him. I really enjoyed him. And it's the normal perspective of a different angle. I hope you enjoy it when, when you hear it. Uh, you might have heard of them. Uh, and then we'll get into some of the, uh, some of the new information in the, in the Orlando shooting. Uh, I, I'm, I'm led more and more to believe that it happened, A. But I'm led more and more to believe that this was a, a let it happen kind of situation. And if that is the case, which I honestly believe it is, you know, there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. All right, guys, I'll be back with you in a few. Sit tight. Have you ever cool. called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow! You're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com Searching for knowledge, I've been looking for peace 
But when I find truth I seem lost in these beats These government spies keep telling us lies Trying to suppress the truth and cover our eyes Mind over mind I looked at the system and made that divide Now I am the guide Guided by others from the path of the sheep Running with wolves, now let this wolf speak Thank God it's all trapped, and that is a fact They know what we're doing with a touchscreen of map They poison our food that we feed to a seeds Destroying the world all over greed They take what we need and then they sell it all back Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked But then they say go ahead and buy the new hat It's control that it's worse, but we let them do that Someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all Someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all They poison the water for poison and lights they poison your child, they poison your wife, they poison your parents, they poison your friends. This shit is real, no need to pretend. Infect us with bugs that never get tested. We are the trial, easy selection. They put out a scan and we there the next day. Genetics is gone and they wanna play. This may be the matrix, but one at a time. We open up eyes and Dropping these guys who condition our kids to be part of this system So I'm sending this out, I hope that you listen Knowledge is power no matter the place You the mass genocide that they claim in this state All over the globe, this be the case With a push of a button, they have you a right Can someone please tell me why I waited so long Searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away Take me away from it all About chemtrails. What's through all these chemtrails? Genetically modified foods, poisons, and vaccines. 9 11. Were they tested for super thermite? I doubt it. And other topics they don't want you to know about. I don't believe anything the government tells me. Sean Raspatello, owner and operator of RazRadioLife.com, now has his own t shirt. Egomaniac. Buy the all new Why I'm Right t shirt from Teespring.com forward slash RazRadioLive. So say goodnight to the bad guy. You only have until June 27th to take advantage of this opportunity. This tape will self destruct in five seconds. RazRadioLive.com, the simple power of truth.
controls the web, the spider controls the web. And the spider is, is, is at a level that you never see. It's not Tony Blair. He's a, he's a strand. The Bush family, they're a strand. Even the Rockefellers are a strand. The real power that's manipulating all this, you never see it, operates from the shadows. Um, and uh, so it's operating to a, a, a central dictating policy. And this is why you're seeing um, the same things happen in all different countries at the same time. It's because the uh, orders and the policy are coming from a central point. We can work on the level of banking scams, political scams, manipulated wars, manipulated 9-11s. And we should, because we need to know that. But if that's all we're doing in terms of communicating knowledge, then basically we're operating in a cycle of this is the problem, but how the hell do we get out of this? We will never know how to set ourselves free until we understand the nature of who we bloody well are. How do you set yourself free when you don't even know who you are? How do you set yourself free when you don't even know the nature of reality that you're living in and manifesting and making happen without your knowledge that you're making it happen? You can't. So alongside the information about um, you know, the five sense level of this conspiracy, if you like. We have to, um, just as powerfully, I would say more powerfully, communicate the nature of reality and, and how, we, how we are creating our reality and how we are allowing it to be created for us by having ourselves programmed with certain beliefs, certain perceptions and all the rest of it all the time. Uh, the two must go together, otherwise, you know, we're never going to get out of this. All freedom is our natural and eternal right, not the gift of some dark suit or uniform to decide if it's going to give it to us or not. Guys, welcome back to First Fifty Two RazRadioLive.com. Uh, I just needed a quick little break there. That was actually a long break. That's why I didn't do the uh, the music I want or the uh, comedy bit I wanted to do. I want to make sure I'm not just feeding that to you. So, like I said, I want to get into a little conversation about about the shooter, about the Orlando shooting, uh, the amazing Orlando shooting that was. Uh, Islamic terrorist that was just here that wanted to kill the gays because he was an Islamic terrorist and that's what he donated to. That's that's all he wanted. That's why he did it. There was no other things there. He wasn't possibly maybe gay himself. You know, we didn't discuss that last week. That that's not a possibility. Yeah, and then you got to ask yourself, what wait, what are they what are they trying to hide? Why why are they why are they only releasing partial things? Why? Why just partial transcripts? Why are they? Why are they cherry picking? Why didn't we? Uh, why didn't we get any video from nine eleven, from the Pentagon, except for that one fleeting moment that there was a, 
airplane flying through, allegedly. That's what they tell us it is, at least. Maybe they'll use Vaseline as they're, you know, as they're giving it to us the way they like to. Where is the, the video from the Oklahoma City bombing? Why don't we have any video of them stepping out of the truck? Allegedly, that was all that was all confiscated also. <laughs> Nothing to see here, because we can't let you see it. I bet you we'll get some video out of the club. Probably redacted perfectly to show exactly what they need to see, because why would they want to tell us really what's going on? They, they can't have the stupid know what's up. It's just not allowed. Reminds me of Cher. It's just not allowed. She's always changing. Can't do it. Won't be allowed to do it anymore. You're not allowed to know what's going on. She don't use nothing. That's it. That's what it is. They don't want us to know what's going on. They try to keep it away from us. They don't want us to know. Tangerines. That's Maybe we should eat some tangerines and everything will be okay. <laughs> Sorry. I like this song I haven't heard in a long time. And I was just kind of just going with the flow of the song. As I was thinking out loud, which, you know, I tend to do that. I, I think out loud sometimes. That's kind of what you do when you do radio is think out loud, right? Well, that's what I do when I do radio is I try to think out loud. I wish I had this on a different computer because that would have been a really, really sweet move I could have done there. But anyway, as I was talking about hiding and, and what are they up to and what don't they want us to know? This, what is it? What don't you want us to know? There's got to be something. What did he say? What are we redacting out? What are, what are we not seeing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. In an interview with NBC's Chuck Todd, Attorney General Loretta Lynch says that on Monday the FBI will release edited transcripts. Now, I saw some of these transcripts released, and yeah, there was some areas where it could have uh, possibly uh, referred to Islamic terrorism, and that's why he was doing it. It was hard to say, though. Uh, he made references to that. Now, again... If he was, and I think I hypothesized this last week, if he was a gay man, let's just say he might have been actually a gay man, okay? And and his father didn't know, or maybe his father knew. And it was coming close to Father's Day, and, and, and maybe he felt bad, and, and maybe that's why it triggered him off to do it, because, you know, his father was extreme in his beliefs. I know I hypothesized this last week, though. I'm pretty sure I did, at least be going to Orlando this week. Uh, are you going to be announcing any new uh, uh, parts in the investigation? Yes, I'll be going to Orlando on Tuesday to continue my briefings in the case. Actually, though, what we're announcing tomorrow is that the FBI is releasing a partial transcript of the killer's calls with law enforcement from inside the club. These are the calls with the Orlando PD negotiating team who were trying to ascertain who he was, where he was, why he was doing this, all the while the rescue officer. We're continuing. That'll be coming out tomorrow, and I'll be headed to Orlando on Tuesday. Including the hostage negotiation Yay. part of this? Uh, yes, affair. it will be primarily his, a, a partial transcript of his calls with the hostage negotiators. You say partial. What's being left out? Well, what we're not going to do is further proclaim this. Is let you know any of the real truth, you know, what, what he actually really said. Just believe us. Individuals, pledges of allegiance to terrorist groups, yeah. and further mm -hmm. his propaganda. And so we're not going to hear him talk about those things. We will hear him talk about some of those things, but we're not going to hear him make his 
assertions of allegiance and that. This will not be audio. This will be a printed transcript. But it will begin to capture the back and forth between him and the negotiators. We're trying to get as much information about this investigation out as possible. Yes, yeah, yeah, so we're going to uh, print this out for you. So we have you know, what we want said in it. You, you can't hear him actually say, we're not going to release the audio. We're just... Just listen to just just read what we tell you. He said, you know, because the killer is dead, we have a bit more leeway there. And so we will be producing that information tomorrow. All right. Let's talk about the FBI angle to this. Because he's dead. We have more leeway we'll going here. to Oops, Orlando. Hit replay this. again. Uh, so here's what we've got. The, this was uh, tweeted in there. This is from yesterday. Uh, new DOJ and FBI release full transcript from Orlando shooter. This is what I'm reading is released so far. Orlando Police Dispatcher. Emergency 911, this is being recorded. Shooter, in the name of God, the merciful, the benefit, the benefits, benef, benefits, in Arabic, apparently. What? Praise be to God and prayers, as well as peace be upon the prophet of God. In Arabic, I guess, because it says Arabic after it. I want to let you know I'm in Orlando and I did the shooting. What's your name? My name, uh, my name is I Pledge of Allegiance to Abba Bakara Allah Baghdadi. I love play- saying those names; they're so fun. Of the Islamic State. Okay, what's your name? I pledge allegiance to Allah. That whole thing again. May God protect him in Arabic, I guess allegedly, on behalf of the Islamic State. All right, where are you at in Orlando? Where in Orlando? I don't know how much more they they release. That's just what I'm seeing here in this story. And honestly, I I I, I don't believe if they're not going to let us hear it. If they're going to uh, edit things out, if we're not going to see videos, more than likely we won't see any videos. And if we do, it might be some stills, perfectly timed and placed stills to show what they want us to see in the angle, in the position they want us to see. And I've been. Uh, I hate to go with the actor thing, because uh, that's why I wanted to make sure I stress that I, I, I don't have any question as whether this happened or not. But we may see people being used to promote and push the propaganda story and keep it going in that direction. That's why we don't hear uh, any more of the gay talk of him being gay. That's why we don't hear of, of this alleged second shooter that was in the hospital that was arrested. We don't, we don't hear anything about that. Well, why don't we hear about that? Well, because they came out so strongly saying there was only one shooter and everything was under control. But yet here, it, it's, it's a possibility that there was a second shooter. It's a possibility that the second shooter was injured, must have discarded his weapons. Which that, I guess, kind of means that they would have had to not report the proper amount of weapons in there. Or maybe the second shooter only had the handgun and he only had the rifle, possibly. But these are things we have to question. And what is, of course, what's the first thing they go after? They always use this to try to go after our guns. Although. Is that going to make a difference? Well, we, we see that he had all the licensing. He, he's been investigated multiple times 
by the feds. There's a story. It's uh, it's on Telesur, which I don't know what Telesur is. Uh, Maybe a, 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 a fake website. Who knows? Scanning through it here, looking at it, it looks pretty uh, decent. Telesur. If anybody knows of Telesur, let me know. I'd be curious to know. But they're claiming FBI tried to lure Orlando shooter into a terror plot in 2013. A police officer in Florida has revealed that Omar Mati was targeted by the FBI by an FBI informant in a failed attempt to push him to commit a terror attack. The U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigations tried to lure lure. Orlando shooter Omar Mati into committing a terror plot in 2013 through the planting of an informant in his life. Revelations that raise serious questions about the FBI's indirect role in shaping the recent Orlando terror attack through its entrapment policies. In an exclusive interview, interview published June 15th, Sheriff Ken Massacar of Florida's St. Lucie County told the Vera Beach Press Journal that the FBI dispatched an informant to lure Omar into some kind of act, but he did not bite. The plan, Mascara said, came after Matty had threatened a courthouse deputy by saying he could order al-Qaeda operatives to kill his family. The FBI is known to be... Uh, the FBI is known to be using similar entrapment policies when dealing with those they suspect of belonging to terror organizations or recept- receptive to committing terrorist attacks. Oh, you mean kind of like the 93 World Trade Center bombing. In a 2013 column for Mother Jones' website, Trevin Aronson, a co- journalist and author of Terror Factory Inside the FBI's Manufactured War on Terror, revealed that nearly half of all terrorism cases since 9-11 involved informants, many of them paid as much as $100,000 per assignment by the FBI. His data was based on studying 500 terrorism prosecutions since the September 11, 2001 attacks and examining thousands of FBI records and case files. His book, based on original research, questions if the FBI had a role in creating domestic terrorism through its entrapment policies. Such revelations raise questions about whether the FBI have played a role in shaping the motives of the Orlando shooting and increasing his distrust and paranoia paranoia in a country where Muslims are increasingly targeted for that faith. Huh. Kind of interesting there, isn't it? It's a good article. I suggest you guys go take a look at it if you uh, find it of interest to see what's going on there. But what's the first thing I go off, go after is of course our gun rights and, and how guns are all over the place. And this is not good. And yada, 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 yada. We all know that we'd all know the political uh, direction. It goes as soon as these kinds of things happen. It's the first thing they do. It's, it, it'll always happen. It's not a question of, of, when it's going to happen. It's not a question of if it's going to happen. It's a question of when it's going to happen. So you would think that somebody on the terror watch list might have an issue buying a gun. You would think. Is that really true, though? Is that really what happens? Well, in the wake of the Orlando mass shooting, there is a major push now about what to do over gun control. And while some of the discussion is pretty repetitive, what about the simple idea that if someone is on the FBI watch list, they should not be allowed to buy a gun? 
Is it fair? Does it make sense? This is a reality check you won't see anywhere else. Donald Trump says that he will meet with the NRA to talk about the idea that if someone is on the FBI's terror watch list or on the no-fly list, they should not be allowed to purchase a gun. Well, Senate Democrats, they had been filibustering, pushing for a new bill that would do just that. I know that there are other issues that senators would like to raise. But Duh. having come through the experience of Newtown, I've had enough. Of another possible false flag? It's been four years. Hmm. Imagine that. And nothing has been done. Bringing that up. In order to end that filibuster, Senate Republicans have now said they will meet with Senate Democrats. They will talk about this idea of not allowing someone on the no-fly list to be allowed to buy a gun. But before we have that discussion, we got to talk about the facts of what happened in Orlando. The Orlando shooter, Omar Mateen, killed 49 people this weekend. He wounded at least 53 others. Mateen, at the time, he had an AR-15 assault rifle as well as a 9mm semi-automatic handgun. He bought the two guns in the last 12 days from a gun store not far from his Florida home. So here are the facts. Omar Mateen was under FBI investigation for connections to terrorism two separate times. That was in 2013 and in 2014. During that time, the government placed him in the terrorist screening database, more commonly known as the FBI's terror watch list. He was placed there because of comments that he had made that were deemed incendiary. But here's the thing. He didn't commit any violent acts. And after being interviewed by the FBI, Mateen explained that he had made those comments out of anger. After some time, the FBI determined that Mateen had not broken any laws and he hadn't committed a crime. And so he was removed from that terror watch list. Second, we do need to stop terrorists from getting their hands on the tools to carry out attacks so easily. Duh. Especially assault weapons, military-style assault weapons that have no place on our streets. The problem is it's hard to stop uh, terrorists from getting hands on weapons when maybe the terrorists are being directed or ordered by the U.S. government. Surely we can agree. If the FBI is watching you for suspected terrorist links, you should not be able to buy a gun with no questions asked. And yes, if you are too dangerous to get on a plane... Unless you work for the largest security firm in the U.S. You are too dangerous to buy a gun. So Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Republicans in the Senate, and Democrats all on the same page. But let's go deeper, because the major question becomes, how does someone end up on the terror watch list? What specific criteria is used? Well, The Intercept, they published a 166-page document outlining the government's guidelines for placing people on an expansive network of terror watch lists, including the no-fly list. The investigation revealed extremely vague and loosely defined criteria developed by 19 federal agencies were used to determine who makes it onto the list. Now get this, in 2013, 468,749 watch list nominations were Ooh. submitted to the National Counterterrorism Center, and it rejected only 1%. Now, all you need to do in order to get onto the watch list is raise a reasonable suspicion. But there doesn't need to be any evidence against you of being a terrorist. Something you post to Facebook that's considered terroristy, or if you just look terroristy, or if you're just unlucky. So what you need to know is that with over 1.5 million people right now on the terror watch list, and a lot of them don't even know they're on it, the criteria for getting on that list being vague and secretive, well, the list doesn't make sense as a way to prevent terror attacks. I bet you that some of us are on probably on that watch list. I wouldn't be surprised if, to find out if I was, to be honest with you.
A federal judge has ruled that the government must develop a new process under which individuals can challenge their inclusion on the no-fly list. That judge also found that the current no-fly list process is, quote, wholly ineffective. Look, to deny Americans a constitutional right to buy guns based on vague criteria, instituted in secret, with no way to challenge it, and by the way, a system that would have missed the Orlando shooter and it missed the Boston Marathon bombers, well, it may sound like a solution coming from politicians. It actually isn't. That's a reality check. Imagine that. It actually isn't. It's not a solution. It's not going to do it. It's just another way to to keep it all spinning, all spinning. I mean, let's look at uh, Detroit, or I'm sorry, Chicago this past weekend. Uh, 15 people killed, 49 people shot. Uh, that's a gun-free city. There's massive gun laws. I have that story pulled up. Here it is. Why don't we go over that? I want to talk about Howard Stern. I didn't listen to the audio. I read some of what he said. I'm kind of thinking about playing uh, some of his audio because I'd like to hear it from his mouth. I don't know if you guys are Stern's fans or not. I never was. My father always listened to him, but I never uh, really enjoyed. Um, what the heck? The video contains content from Sirius who has blocked it on grounds of copyright. Right. Well, I guess we won't listen to that then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they think that, that that's going to solve the problem, make everything better, make everything okay. But then we have a 56 shot, 13 killed during Father's Day weekend in Chicago. High gun laws. <laughs> we shouldn't think that uh, it would happen that way. Another holiday brought another slaughter of innocents and heavily gun-controlled Chicago. 56 people were shot during Father's Day weekend, and 13 of those shooting victims died. According to the Chicago Tribute, the city recorded its 300th homicide this weekend and went on record six, wait, and went on to record, record six other over a 60-hour period that saw 56 people shot, 13 fatality, fatally, from Friday afternoon through early Monday morning. From Friday into Saturday alone, five people were killed and another nine were wounded. This brings a number shot in Chicago to about 1,800 people year to date. Now, remember, it's only June. Breitbart News previously reported that the May 2016, that May 2016 was the deadliest May that Chicago has witnessed since 1995. The tribute reported nearly 400 people shot, people shot, and 66 people killed. What the heck? My my thing. I must have tapped the button. All right, so you get the point. Because I, I accidentally went to a different story, and now I have no clue where I was, and I'm totally confused. But that's okay. We'll make it through. We'll push through. We'll we'll stay together here, friends. We'll stay together here. I think when I come back, I'm going to read some of uh, what Stern said about gun control. Uh, it's funny as I watch, and I tried to get James James Woods on tonight. He's a good guy. Uh, he does. Uh, I agree with a lot of what he says. I disagree with a lot of what he says. And, and uh, I'll, I'll get him on in the next. And we've talked gun gun control him and I before, so I know where he stands. He is a Second Amendment supporter. Uh, I just don't. Again, this is not. That's the weirdest thing about this whole, this whole issue, this this whole shooting is it's really hard to use 
to push any political agenda agenda it's just it doesn't work it doesn't fit in it it doesn't it, it doesn't happen the way they want it and that's why we're not hearing these stories oh the actor thing so and let me finish that thought because i know i kind of starburst into a different direction but but you see um in that video, the guy in the American flag shirt, the guy that, that allegedly claimed that he crawled through the blood and the bodies and all this, and he has no blood on him, and, and you see him in a lot of the video. Well, I was watching, you know, after I saw this this meme that came across, stand by, Wayne, after I saw this meme that came across uh, on my Facebook, and it was pointing out that certain people involved were, were actual actors, he was one of them. So I started seeing, you know, as they, they play their B-rail, when the news is talking and they're replaying specific scenes from that day, his is always being played. Him and the, and the group carrying uh, the one body towards the, the, the triage area, I'm assuming. He looks at the camera. He looks right at the camera and smiles. I noticed that today. It was the first time I had saw that. Well, you guys are remember the guy, the, the one that was being promoted. I've seen memes of him claiming that, that he is a an actor where they showed uh, different things with him, and he literally looks right at the camera, eyes straight to the, to the lens, and he smiles. Like, all right, they got it. I did a good job. What's up, Wayne? Hey, man, what's going on, Sean? Not much, brother. What's new? No, man, I, I, I hate to backtrack on you, but uh, you remember the San Bernardino killers, the husband and wife, too? Yep, 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 yep. Did they were they on the terrorist watch list or were they were they on a no fly list or anything like that? Do you recall? I, I don't recall, Wayne. Honestly, but they they traveled a lot. I mean, she had not been here that long. She was from Saudi Arabia, I believe. Um, right. So if they were, um, and you know, I, I should probably look back up on that story because it's been so long. You know, these stories come and you you pay attention to them for a week or two, maybe three, and then they fall off the off the the the, the face of the earth. Right. Well, my point is that, you know, they they obtain, you know, you say they, well, not you particularly, but but people say that, you know, that they, they these these uh, mass shooting scenarios, they, you know, the most for the most part, they try to take out guns with them. But these two, didn't they obtain their guns through somebody else? Yeah. You know, the last guy. Okay. They, they, they obtained it through some guy allegedly was their friend. Uh, I, I remember reading a story, and again, that really didn't become a big thing because it was more like a straw purchase, allegedly. Uh, this guy right. bought the guns like two or three years prior and then gave them to him. Right. Now, I'm wondering why why didn't they buy guns or if they even had the ability to buy guns. I don't remember that because it came and went because it was only in the news for, what, three or four weeks, right? If that. Then I don't we even think it was that much. Big, we, yeah, we went to the next big thing. So, you know, the Orlando thing now... My thing is this, that, you know, they they always go back to, uh, you know, like you said, trying to vilify the AR-15. In this case, this guy didn't even use the AR-15. He had like a SIG rifle, didn't he? Right, yeah. We talked about that last week. It was uh, SK something. I forget exactly something, what yeah, it was. Something, yeah, MCX, MCQ or MCX, whatever it was. They, they got to go to that. They got to go to that uh, normal, you know, everybody knows Full Metal Jacket. Everybody knows all the military movies where they see that rifle, you know, being carried, even though it's not that rifle. 
you know, and, and right. they, they know that they can use that image and then say assault rifle and everybody goes back to full metal jacket or, or back to the movies that they've seen with those or, or, uh, a team even, you know, a team used M16s in there. So they had some other kind of rifle. They were the M16s. I forgot they had uh, the, the one with the banana clip. Weird they, rifle. Yeah. They had the one that had the big banana clip and then they had the M16s that they used the, the Woodstock yeah, one. Right. Yeah. With the banana yeah, okay, clip. Right. <laughs> See? Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. I thought it was like an M14, like the silver ones they had, they carried. But my point being is that... Well, I want to answer your question. I want to answer your question real fast. Greg Greg had sent um, into the chat room there at Jack Blood's area, uh, San Bernardino shooter shooting suspects not on terror watch list. Oh, they were not. Okay. They were not. Now, now this dude, Omar Mateen, was on the list, but he got taken off. You know, because basically the government, you know, couldn't prove he was a terrorist. My thing is, though, in my opinion, the dude was a gay guy, and he was struggling between between being gay and being a Muslim. You know, just like, you know, being a Muslim, in my opinion, my scenario, this is, this is only me. My scenario is that this dude was a gay guy, and he just made up all this ISIS stuff and just to cover being gay. That's what I think, too. That, that's because they got proof of him web searching and trying to get involved in a menage a trois with another dude or two other dudes or something like that. And they say he frequented the club. That's I I I agree with you a hundred percent, Wayne. That's and exactly so, what right. I've been feeling that, about it. Right. So he was a gay guy to me, but they over they they wanna they wanna hype up. Oh, he was a terrorist. He was a, you know like like who's it said that never let a good scenario go. Never let a good which uh, Rahm Emanuel said that never Rahm, never right. let and, a good crisis go to waste. Right, and and, and 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 you know news organizations they over they just going they gonna take the ball and run with it. They are gonna take the terrorism ball and run with it, and then they say, oh, you know what? Well, now we got a platform, another platform to ban assault rifles. Or, or weapons of, you know, it just, it just irritates me, man. Everybody overlooks that. Nobody can, not one person can say, you know, maybe this was a gay guy, you know, and he had an emotional, uh, in, in, internal conflict between being a Muslim, which Muslims are strict against gays, right. and, and, you know, and, and he was a Muslim, and he was devout Muslim, you know, because he said, did say he went to, uh, not temple, what is it called, where they go pray? Um, you know, the place uh, of mosque. Uh, oh, know, mosque, the mosque. Yeah. Mosque. He went to mosque on a regular, you know. So it's just like those gay, those gay Christians that come out later on. You know, you're a preacher, and you just oh, and they're usually really, they're usually really angry too. They're always, you know, right. they're always right. in a bad yeah. place. And you know, we we got to look at at him, and he had a history of violence with women. Uh, his ex wife said he was very violent. She also claimed that he might have been, you know, on the gay side a little bit. And, and we never really get into. Uh, any kind of medical history with him? Was he on any kind of uh, prescription yeah, drugs? Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, psychotropics or whatever. Man, I, I, I didn't bring that. that. Right. I, this is actually the first time I've mentioned that because that's usually the first thing I go to. And, and the, you know what? <laughs> Thank you. I do too. I just like, well, what drugs was he on? That's the first thing I go to too. Right. And yeah. I, I don't know if that was a major factor in this, but it could have been if he was gay and he was having an internal conflict and he was on those medications to try to, you know, curb the violence or something along that, those lines. Then, then it could have pushed him into not paying attention, not not doing the right thing at that point in time. Right. Yeah. I think he was just a gay, and he took advantage of an opportunity. You know, and and I don't know. It's just 
there's so many ways you can go with it, though, man. That's my point. And, and, and I hope people are not pigeonholed and they're thinking one thing. But the ultimate outcome to me is that they're going to try to, you know, put another ban against, you know, our constitutional right to ban on. Well, then they're trying, you know, they're trying. Luckily, it got shot down today. Uh, and again, this is a really bad situation for them because nothing could have changed to make this any different. The only thing that could have changed was if the the government who had already had two or three incidences with this guy where people were saying something would have kept a little bit better of an eye like they should on people who keep arising like that. You know, there should have been something in a file somewhere that when he bought a weapon, it should have sent some flare up somewhere that said, hey, you know, this guy we talked to twice already for possible terrorist involvement just went out and bought two more guns. Two maybe more guns, maybe right. we should put a maybe we should just let's let's just look at him for a few weeks. You know, let's just watch him for for a little bit. Yeah, but they rubber stamped him right on through. Yeah, rubber stamped his application right on through. And, and then you, you know keep what? in mind, Wayne, keep in mind, three, four weeks ago, or three, four weeks prior to the shooting, he tried to buy uh, body armor, and he was told, "Listen, no, you know, we don't carry that." And then he tried to buy some extra ammunition, and this guy went to the to the to the feds and said, "Hey, there's something not right here." That should have again been another thing that threw up a red flag. Oh wait, this guy just bought some guns. Now wait, this this shop owner's coming and saying he wants body armor and more ammunition. There was a lot of flags here that, it, at the very least, in my right. opinion, this was a, a let it happen type situation. Well, let's see Loretta Lynn. Well, it's, it's Loretta Lynn, she's the AG, right? I mean, Loretta Lynch. I don't know why I keep calling Loretta Lynch. Yes. But you know what I'm talking about, the yes. AG. <laughs> she, uh, let's see, you know, if, she, if, if all this comes out or if the head of the FBI stepped down or, you know, let's just see who what heads will roll, you know, because they let this guy get through. Well, allegedly, no, the, allegedly, the wife had been interviewed by a Brazilian news channel that, you know, she was then later said, don't speak about this to the, you know, there's just too many things that raise the questions. Uh, I don't know if Wait, you saw the story that Buzzy they, had shared in the Raz, in the Raz Radio fan page, um, the story about the, the uh, alleged second shooter that was actually in the hospital and had crawled out of his bed and went and hid in a closet somewhere. Did she, uh, did they find her, uh, his wife yet? I haven't they heard. Because she came up missing from what I understand. Yeah, I had heard that, but allegedly, and I, I haven't looked into this. Uh, I know people like Greg and, and some other guys probably have. Uh, allegedly, though, her father has some CIA ties. You know, and then, of course, we look at, uh, oh, Ma- and then we look at Matisse's father who, who had connections to, um, yeah, presidential candidate, candidates in Afghanistan, has some CIA right. connections himself. It just kind of right. raises questions. People, uh, yeah, people look, people overlook that too. People, you know, that, that stuff gets, that's the stuff the media don't talk about, man. That's because it's the truth. About the connections of his that's because it's the truth, and then people might figure stuff out. Why do you think they redacted the twenty-eight pages about you know how Saudi Arabia might have had more of a connection to nine eleven? I'm sick of these redactions. They they redacted yesterday. Then they they redacted the pages yesterday from the nine one one calls. Then they re-redacted them. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm sick of y'all. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's constant. Y'all, you don't get the it's truth. Crazy. Yeah, it's a constant. You, you're not going to know what's going on. We're not going to tell you. No, you can't see. Nope. Like I said, you can't see the 9/11 tapes. You can't see the Oklahoma City bombing tapes. You can't see the the, the full JFK tapes. You can't see. Uh, should I continue? I mean, how many tapes do we not get right. to see before we go? Listen, you can't see the Sandy Hook tapes. You can't see the the the, the Aurora Theater shooting tapes. Show, well, let's, show let's us do, the hard evidence. Show us the tapes from inside that club, unredacted. No, they won't. They'll, they'll show us the still frames of him walking with this this rifle. You know. 
Well, let's see what happens next. Let's see about, you know what's going to happen next? Lawsuits. All right, let's see what comes with these lawsuits now from these survivors. Or let, better yet, from the people who, the relatives of the people that got killed. Here, here's let's something. Let's see these lawsuits who get named, who get named, who gets named in these lawsuits coming up. Here's something we need to pay attention to. Let's pay attention, and I can't remember Orlando's mayor's name right now. Let's pay attention to, and John Riley uh, shared this information with me. Let's pay attention to this, this fund that they're putting together, and they're putting all the money in this fund to help with the burial costs and with the medical this and the this and the that. Um, let, let's watch what happens to that money. Is this going to be a, a Haiti-type issue with that money? Because I guess allegedly the, the mayor there in Orlando disappeared for a while a few years back because he was kind of in, into some, some hanky stuff. So uh, let's watch that money that, that's being filtered into Orlando right now through these charities and everything. Right. Yep. Yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. That's so true, man. You gotta watch. Follow the money. Follow the money, and, and let's look at these lawsuits, man. Anyway, I'm gonna let you go, man. Once again, great show, man. And uh, oh, don't, don't forget my show uh, Saturdays one to three. I got those shameless plug in. Will, will it be on this? Will it be this Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will be live. We'll be like live this Saturday. All right. Chocolate <laughs> drop one to three. RazRadioLive.com. Salty Talk Radio. And uh, where else? That's it. This is, all, this is actually just your station. Oh, just my station. I got the yeah, I got the bootleg butt. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. All right, plug. All right brother. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. All right, love you, bro. Well, you too, brother. There goes Wayne and Balter. He's a good guy, man. Make sure you check out his show. You know, they, they cover the topics this way, and, and he comes at it from a, di- a, a different and interesting angle. All right, I'm, I got to go to the bathroom, man. I I got to pee. For years, he's talked to you about chemtrails. What's through all these chemtrails? Genetically modified foods, poisons and vaccines, 9-11. Were they tested for super thermite? I doubt it. And other topics they don't want you to know about. I don't believe anything the government tells me. Sean Raspatello, owner and operator of RazRadioLive.com, now has his own t-shirt. Egomaniac. Buy the all-new Why I'm Right t-shirt from Teespring.com forward slash RazRadioLive. So say goodnight to the bad guy. You only have until June 27th to take advantage of this opportunity. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. RazRadioLive.com, the simple power of truth. Devil, just so you can eat and breathe, bow down at their feet, surrendered liberty, tyranny and terror, corrupted dictators, posing as your leaders while they poison every leader, pumping fluoride in the water while they rape Iraqi dogs, dumbing down the public fashion magazines and bar. Now they slaughter weaker nations, faulty explanations, selling fear to the mass, terror level elevation, simulations is unfolding right before your eyes. Wake up in a FEMA camp, drugged and hypnotized, four strikes taking over, but you're all about your blink. I bet by this point you haven't heard a damn thing. By design, prophesizing every script Take a big step back, see the whole picture A distraction of the mind to keep you living in a bubble We're in a lot of trouble Because less than 3% of you people read books Because less than 15% of you read newspapers And when the 12th largest company in the world Controls the most awesome goddamn propaganda force In the whole godless world Who knows what shit will be 
to the formula they're using State sponsor terror to burn our constitution Weapons of mass deception of the media delusions Using double speak to keep you following like sheep CNN and Fox News to keep the populace asleep Don't look, don't question, we fall into depression The dollar's worth a nickel, but we're ruled by our possession I mentioned that those towers fell in less than an hour Ignorance is bliss, the source of the power Watch them cower in the shadows when we all wake up and see The land that we're living in is nothing close to free It's destruction by design, prophesizing every scripture Take a big step back, see the whole picture A distraction of the mind to keep you living in a bubble Bubble, bubble, We're in a lot of trouble Don't you want the truth? Go to God Go to your gurus Go to yourself Because that's the only place you're ever going to find any real truth Like Constitution. This is the best you got? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry White Guy Radio. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. Masqueraded your doctor Pills become bullets Then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army Built to slaughter Till men in masks Come for your wife And your daughter Whoa Now what Here they come for the guns And God and demons Disguised as priests and nuns Time to run With no place to go Except Honduras With a man called Forto Jones Sculling bones Invade the skies With robot drones Check the infrared radar For UFOs Silvery gold Behold the weather's controlled By genetically Modified hybrid clones Building bunkers with subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on It's the chemtrails guys It's the government lies It's the poison in the water Then the media
But these criminals deserve to call the miracles Scientific warfare, untested medicine Leaving cats in wheelchairs I have no doubt that they springing in the sky But you gotta pick your poison while you're sorting through these lies Puffing off from aldehyde When you light a smoke flow Ride in your water steroids in your yoke It's an ongoing joke Government control They're laughing at our ass But we're left out in the cold A billion dollar industry perception that is sold Take a hunk of metal and turn it into gold We walk and sing aloud on the streets, transparency is key, cause we know talk is cheap, careful where you walk, so you end up in the heat, it's the chemtrail skies, it's the government lies, it's the poison in the water, then the media some silence. Cool. Uh, what's the show about? What am I talking about, you know? To, to summarize the show, though, me, me, me. But if you take one thing away from my show, I hope it's a t-shirt. We're selling them out there. And at BoBurnham.com. This is all a front for the brand. But what is the show about? What do you think, industrial piping? Close. Stay out of it. It's about... Mute this. But for real, what is it about? It's about performing. I try to make my show about other things, but it always ends up becoming about performing. I started performing very young as a teenager, you know, professionally, and as a comedian, what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to talk about what you know. And what I knew always was performing. So to talk about <laughs> traffic, or laundry felt incredibly disingenuous, but I worried that making a show about performing would be too meta, it wouldn't be relatable to people that aren't performers. But what I found is that I don't think anyone isn't. Could we get the house lights up for a second? And could you let the lights on stage, let the artifice fade away? Now we're all the same. I mean, you're all facing this way still. You know, I look at it. I look out at you and um, it's a very diverse crowd. I mean, more European than I would have hoped, but we'll get there. I look at the young people, you know, and I feel like I was born in 1990 and I was sort of raised in America when it was a cult of self-expression. And I was just taught, you know, express myself and have things to say and everyone will care about them. And I think everyone was taught that and most of us found out no one gives a shit what we think. So we flock to performers by the thousands because we're the few that have found an audience and then I'm supposed to get up here and say, follow your dreams as if this is a meritocracy. It is not, okay? I had a privileged life and I got lucky and I'm unhappy. 
They say it's, it's like the me generation. It's not. It's not. The arrogance is taught or it was cultivated. It's, it's self-conscious. That's what it is. It's, the, it's conscious of self. What the, social media, it's just the market's answer to a generation that demanded to perform. So the market said, here, perform everything to each other all the time for no reason. It's prison. It's horrific. It is performer and audience melded together. What do we want more than to lie in our bed at the end of the day and just watch our life as a satisfied audience member? I know very little about anything. But what I do know is that if you can live your life without an audience, you should do it. And now you're thinking, how the fuck are you going to dig the show out of this weird hole? <laughs> oh, you want me to be funny and make a point? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Batman. So, how do we do it? We do it like this. I went to Kanye West recent tour, the Yeezus tour. It was a big, dramatic, theatrical show. He did something very strange at the end of his show where he ran. Hey guys, it's Popeye from federaljack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52 Raz Radio Live.com. Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. You know, we got about what? 40 or uh, 25, 35 minutes or so to, to converse with each other, where we can talk about what we're thinking and what we're believing and, and how we feel. I offer you to give me a call. 941-421-0401. Just like Wayne did. Pick up the phone, call me. Tell me what you're feeling, what you're thinking. I, I'm seeing a really high spike on the the Jack Blood side of everything. Somebody out there thinking. You got something to say? You, you want to interject? You got a thought that maybe you think the world should hear? Call me. I always welcome phone calls. My phone line is always open. 941-421-0401. It's free. It's toll free. If you're calling from a cell phone, at the very least. <laughs> I love this unofficial video for, for this song. It's these girls with the hose playing in the in the in the backyard. Kind of interesting. It's not sexual, it's just interesting. I always enjoy watching it. <laughs> My wife's gonna smack me in the back of the head, hear me and come in and poof. No, I'm just kidding. So we discussed a lot about the, the shooter, uh, Orlando, what's going on there. Uh, if you're on the, the Radio Free Blood chat section there in, in Mixler.com, Mixler.com forward slash Radio Free Blood, got a good chat room there, there's a lot going on. John Riley, my buddy, has uh, shared some of the information that he was talking about, or that I was trying to talk about that I didn't really know. Uh, he made sure he got that information out there to be understood. He said, Buddy Dyer was removed for 40 days on election fraud and reinstated when they dropped the charges. He lives in that area. I think he would know what's going on in that area. So I'll take what he says as a pretty good, uh, reliable source. So thank you, my friend. 
Always appreciate you sharing it. So what else do I have pulled up? Oh, by the way, that was uh, Bo Burnham. Uh, On Netflix, go find uh, uh, Make Happy or I'm Happy, something along those lines. Definitely a great, uh, you know, young comedian. He's only 24 years old. But he's got a good grip on what's going on. He does a lot of uh, parody songs and things like that, which I always I enjoy parody songs. You know, I play the, the Bubba the Love Sponge one sometimes just because, uh, you know, I enjoy a good parody. I, I like to laugh and smile. But if you listen to how he was just trying to say we're all the same, we're all just trying to get through this 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 crazy life we're, we're riding on. And it's not. It's not a, a an easy ride. We watch these crazy things go on around us. We don't understand why. Some of us do get an idea of why this is happening. Why why it it it's it's always seems to be the same narrative, the same story. But then again, I guess we're the crazy conspiracy guys. We're the crazy conspiracy guys, and that's all it is. I, I was going to get into the uh, Brexit. I know Greg talked about that last week a little bit, and to be honest with you, it's it's way above my pay grade. Basically, it, it makes sense to me. Get out of the EU. Get back to controlling your own country. Although I don't really think we want... <laughs> I don't think we really want the Queen of England controlling England again. I don't know. Just my thought. Uh, so uh, they got the vote coming up on Thursday. It should be interesting to see what happens. How it goes down. Uh, and that's really all I can say about that. I really don't have much more on that one. I, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't know what else you want me to say. Go for it. Get out of it. Leave it. Be done. I saw an article with, you know, I just saw Mark in Texas made a comment there in the, in the chat room. And it made me think. I saw an article, I think it was on Drudge Report earlier today. And I didn't really read it. I just kind of saw the headline. And it referenced how is the the BRICSX, uh, Brexit uh, thing going on here going to be lead to the Texit, where Texas you know works on the su- succession a little bit more and really pushes that forward. Do we need to see? You know, as I've claimed many a times, my the only way I see that this could ever be corrected is to dissolve the current federal government, allow the states to take control of their own states. It will make it interesting for inter, interstate operations and stuff for a little bit, but I'm sure we can figure it out in, a, in an intelligent manner. We did it in uh, 1776. We all sat down leading up to that event and figured out how we were going to do it, and after that we figured out how we are going to do it. So I think we have the ability, uh, hopefully, to, to be able to, to do it and figure it out and make it work right to where we all benefit from it. That would be a nice thing. If we could all benefit and, and, and live in a, a world that we're happy living in. Where we don't have to worry about the people we put in power, that we elect to make decisions for us. We don't have to worry about them doing illegal, unjustified bullshit. I, I, I couldn't think of a better word. I mean, that's just what they do. I'm really over how this is operating. I don't enjoy it anymore. It's not fun. You know, I used to get excited to 
come and talk about this stuff. And now it just bothers me. It's just frustrating. Yeah, let's do some cop bashing. How about that? Former police captain facing sex offense charges involving 10-year-old girl. Imagine that. The former police captain is facing sex offenses, offense charges after he was accused of inappropriate touching of a 10-year-old girl. Fairfax County Police say Joseph Patrick Garmel, 53, was arrested Friday after an investigation that began May 9th. May 9th. When the girl told a family member that Gamari had touched her inappropriately. Gamari now lives in Fairfax, Virginia, but NBC Miami confirmed he used to be a police captain in North Miami Beach. He retired about three and a half years ago. Hmm. I bet you if we dug into his history, we may find something that was covered up in Miami, possibly. Maybe not, but my guess is it's a good possibility. Uh, Gamari has been charged with aggravated sexual battery and taking indecent liberties with a child. Detectives would like to speak to anyone who has information. The reason why this one came about in front of me and I saw this story was, I guess this used to be uh, uh, Erickson Harrell. Bloodside, I don't know if you ever heard me interview him, but I I interviewed him a few years ago. A good guy. He's a cop in, in Miami Beach area. He had tweeted this out because this used to be one of his captains. Imagine that. So I found that very interesting. Another story that's been going on, I don't I don't remember. I, I'm sure I didn't touch on this. I had it up to touch on last week. Uh, and it's, uh, you can find it. Photography is not, a, is not a crime. The good guy's there. Carlos Miller, Miller story. This Florida cop, this is literally, I was so happy because when I first started hearing about this, it was a Charlotte cop. It was a Charlotte County cop. It was a Charlotte County cop, which it is a Charlotte County cop, but it's not a Charlotte County sheriff. And as I've said uh, multiple different times on my show, my sheriff's department here in, in Charlotte County, Florida, where I live, is a pretty decent organization. Yes, there's been a few issues here and there, and I've heard some stories way back before I even got into talking about this stuff about uh, some inappropriate behavior. But at the time, I was doing kind of the same thing. So I was like, oh, that's cool to know the cops are doing that. So for the most part, Charlotte County sheriffs are, are, are decent sheriffs, and I, and I I respect them. Punta Gorda sheriffs, no, though, I've always had an issue with. Uh, not personally. I mean, I've never been stopped by them or had a problem with them that way. But I know the kind of, of department. They actually look just like Medford Lakes Police Department, the way their cars are, the way their uniforms are. Now, Medford Lakes Police Department is in Medford Lakes, New Jersey, where one of the towns right where I grew up. And you didn't want to get stopped by the Medford Lakes Police. And this was in, you know, early, late, eight, late 80s, early 90s. You didn't want to get stopped by them. And these guys have the exact same uniforms. Their cars look the exact same. Punagora Police Department, I'm talking about. So... It definitely uh, goes to show that when you have a small town that has its own police department, that can be a positive thing to a degree. And, and yes, Medford Police, which was a, you know the main town there, had a good police department. They, there wasn't the same issues that you had with Medford Lakes, a little small little town, you know, two by two town in the middle of this area. So the Punta Gorda police, I've always heard story about. Now, 
This is, is disturbing. Now, the guy has a history. He has a record of, of being a troublemaker. He, he, he's caused problems in the past. Uh, I've read, I know Salty covered this here on Raz Radio over the uh, last week, and I just didn't get to it last week with the shooting and, and, and everybody I had on with me. But this guy, you know, it's a history of problems. But that's not the problem. For almost two minutes, this cop allowed his dog to maul this guy that was, for the most part, cooperative. He was on his knees. He didn't just didn't want to lay on the ground on his face. You got a, a, a 250, almost 300-pound cop, 6'5". I, I think he can handle a you know, 5'10", 200-pound guy without having the sickest dog on him before he ever lays hands on him while he's on his knees trying to cooperate for the most part. Now, I want to play some of the audio. It's a long, uh, long video. If you haven't seen it yet, it's definitely a long, long video. But I want you to hear what this man endeared, what he went through. And I'm, I'm going to go to after, you know, it really gets going. This is in the parking lot. He's threatening. He's not even out of the car yet. The guy's just riding his bike. Just riding the bike. Chilling on his bike. Riding along. It's a beach cruiser. I don't know if you guys know what a beach cruiser is. And I'm sure a lot of you have seen this video. And it, it's it's disturbing, I mean, to say the least, as, as it gets into it, when you hear what, what's done to him. And there's only one channel, so I apologize about that. Get on your face. Get on your face. Get down on your head. Get down on your chest. Do it now. Get down. Do it now. Get down. Now, I want to remind you, right at this point in time, he is on his knees. He's down on his knees. He's just had a gun on his face. Now, you heard the honk. That was the uh, the manual or the, the remote opening device for the, the law enforcement officer's door for his car to get the dog out. Pocket. Just listen. Get down. Listen here. Get down. Get down. Get down. Get down. Get down on your face. Get the dog Get down. Get the dog off me. Now, now. Get on your face. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Lay down on your face. Lay down on your face. Do it now. Put your legs out. Put your legs out. Lay down on your chest now. Lay down on your chest. Lay down on your chest right now. Lay down on your chest. Lay down on your chest. Get him off me. Lay down on your chest now. Put your legs out. Now, I'd like to describe to you what I'm looking at at this point in time. This is a man with a dog attached to his armpit and a cop attached to the other half of his body. How is he supposed to do anything? He's like, he says, I can't. I am. I'm trying. What do you want from me? Dog bite on 130 and I need another unit. Lay down on your chest, they're doing now. The dog is still on him, by the way. Put your legs out and I'll take the dog off. He's laying flat on his face at this point in time. Put your 
right straight up, man. Which they are. I can't you until you stop resisting. You're a Stop resisting. Stop resisting. He's laying flat on his face with his knee in his back and a dog on his armpit. Still. Still, dog still on. Get down on your chest. Lay flat. Lay flat on your chest. Do it now. Lay down on your chest. I'll fucking you up. Lay down on your chest. Do it now. Watch him. Lay on your chest. Lay on your chest. Watch out. I am. Lay on your chest. Do it now. Now, right there, I can't. I can't. Now, he has become the victim. He's become the injured. I can't. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Don't move, sir. You will be bit again. Let him go. Do not move. You will roll onto your chest. Yeah, Wayne, to answer your question, uh, that is what he basically has stopped for. Now, like I said, I don't know if you missed the, in the beginning here. Uh, he, in the town, he's known to have some issues. He might have been in the meth at one point in time. He might have robbed some people's houses. But on, right now, at this point in time, he's drunk, riding a bicycle with no shirt on, no shoes on, and a pair of you know tight jeans. And if you haven't watched the video, you need to. It's really, it's disturbing how long uh, this cop allows this dog to, to just maul on this guy's armpit. The guy's cooperating for a lot of the, the time. Now, the cop was uh, retrained. I believe the dog was removed from the streets. At least that's what I've heard. But... That's not how you allow human beings to be treated. We're all the same, remember? At least we all should be the same. We should all be... I don't care how evil you are. How You still have the basic common courtesy to be treated as a human being. That's, that's one of the main things I, point, I, I push on this show. One of the one of the most important things I talk about is is that we need to care for each other. We need to stand together as human beings. Whether you're you're a cop, whether you're military, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a construction worker, a roofer, a cement layer, it doesn't matter what you do. It's what you are. Now you know. Let, let, let's be funny for a moment. Everybody jokes that, oh, you know, lizard people run our world. And maybe, you know what, maybe they just do. Maybe that is part of the problem that we're seeing. Maybe that is why it's so hard to understand what they're doing, the leaders of our world. Why, why can't we understand it? Because we're not that crazy. We're not that deranged. We couldn't think of these things. We couldn't imagine doing these things it's not something that one of us would ever contemplate doing i don't want somebody to be in pain 
I don't want to know that my actions hurt somebody. Now, does that mean I won't defend myself? Of course not. But there was no defensive actions there. And that officer's still working the streets. I could very easily get pulled over by him one night going to see my father-in-law. Well, actually not now, thank God, because he doesn't live in that area. He moved. Well, I go out that way sometimes. It's a cool area to go to. But it's, it's, I swear it's like driving to Medford Lakes. If you grew up in New Jersey, my area, you'd understand what I mean when I say that. Those small towns get known to be trouble. Mess up once or twice. I leave in my small town, but again, I'm dealing with sheriffs in this town I live in. I don't have city cops. Unfortunately, too many times, those tend to be the problems. That's where you'll see the corruption. The little towns and the big cities, the in-betweens, the people that actually care, which would be like Charlotte County sheriffs. Again, they're not perfect. But I was just happy when I heard it was Charlotte County that they weren't the ones that did that atro- just horrific, atrocious, atrocious atra- attack. We'll say that three times real fast. There's been a couple of those tonight. Say three times real fast. Getting close to the end of the show here, guys. It, it's been it's been a good one. I, I'm happy with it. I hope you guys are happy with it. You know, there was some more Bo stuff I really wanted to get into. I had one other segment pulled up. Where is it here? From his uh, Make Happy show that he did on Netflix. And I'm only promoting it because he really... He really hits it well. He really does. And and this was probably another really good one. This has nothing to do with politics. It's just funny. It's just good. And it's what I want to leave you with tonight. If I can get it to damn well load and cooperate with me. Imagine that. Computer not working with me and cooperating. I hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. It's been a great one. I I, I appreciate having you here. I appreciate you listening. I'll catch you next week. Just be good human beings, my friend. I went to Kanye West's recent tour, the Yeezus tour. It was a big, dramatic, theatrical show. He did something very strange at the end of his show where he ranted for like 20 minutes. It was kind of a rant, kind of a song. He had auto-tune on his voice, and there was an instrumental in the background. Like this instrumental. Talked about his problems. Race. Power. His $90 t-shirts weren't selling very well. That was most of it. And I watched this. I thought maybe I could do this. I'll be honest, my problems are not as high stakes as Kanye's, but I have problems. And maybe a crowd in New York would be nice enough to indulge me. So as we get to the end of a night of theater and comedy and sweaters coming on and off. I got one question for you. And that question is... Can I say my shit? New York, can I say my shit? I got lots of shit to say. I got lots of shit to say.
fit my hand inside a Pringle can. I have a huge amount of trouble fitting my hand inside of a Pringle can. I can get my hand like four inches into the can, but then I have to tilt the can into my mouth. But by that point, a bunch of crumbs have accumulated at the bottom of the can. So they all go spill it out of my face. What I'm trying to say is the diameter of Pringle cans is way too small. I'll say it again, the diameter of Pringle cans is way too small. Two radiuses of a Pringle can is way too small. If you feel me, put your hands up. Come on. If you feel me, put your hands up. Look at all these hands that are way too big to fit inside a Pringle can. Your hands are too big to fit inside a Pringle can. Your hands are too big to fit inside a Pringle can. You think you can? I know you can. You think you can? Pringles, listen to the people. I am sure 90% of the complaint letters you get are about the width of your cans. Just make them wider. I've overdone the Pringles thing. Sorry. I want to have a daughter. Want to have a daughter. So I can finally have someone around the house who can fit their hands in a Pringle can. Yes, I'm still on the Pringle cans thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll move on, all right? But that is priority numero uno. I don't go to the gym because I'm self-conscious about my body. But I'm self-conscious about my body because I don't go to the gym. Irony can be so painful. That's a catch-22. Let's do this. I went to Chipotle. Went to Chipotle. Got myself a chicken burrito. I went down the line. I got like all these ingredients. And then at the end of the line, the guy tried to wrap the burrito. But half of the shit inside the burrito spilled out. He still wrapped it. I was like, dude, you should have warned me. You're a burrito expert. You should have told me halfway through. Hey, man, you might be reaching maximum burrito capacity here. Do you think I want a messy burrito? No one wants a messy burrito. The whole appeal of a burrito is that all of the ingredients are contained within the confines of the tortilla. I wouldn't have gotten half this shit if I knew it was going to fit in the burrito. All right, look. I wouldn't have got the lettuce if I knew it wouldn't fit. Wouldn't have got the cheese if I knew it wouldn't fit. Wouldn't have got the peppers if I knew they wouldn't fit. I wouldn't have got, 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 got half of it. Like, I'm okay with small mistakes. If you got no more chicken, I'll take pork. But I'll blow my dad before I eat a burrito with a fork. Wouldn't have got the lettuce if I knew it wouldn't fit. I think it's time, I think it's time that we break it down. Sit here and pretend like my biggest problems are Pringle cans and burritos. The truth is, my biggest problem's you. I want to please you, but I want to stay true to myself. I want to give you the night out that you deserve. 
But I want to say what I think And not care what you think about it A part of me loves you Part of me hates you Part of me needs you Part of me fears you And I don't think that I can handle this right now Handle this right now I don't think that I can handle this right now I don't think that I can handle this right. I don't think that I can handle this right. I don't think that I can handle this right. Look at them, they're just staring at me like, come and watch the skinny kid with a steadily declining mental health. And laugh as he attempts to give you what he cannot give himself. I don't think that I can handle this right. I don't think that I can handle this right. But they don't even know the herb on this right But they don't even know the herb on it But I know I'm not a doctor I'm a pussy I put on a silly show I should probably just shut up and do my job So here I go Wouldn't have got the lettuce if I knew it wouldn't fit Wouldn't have got the cheese if I knew it wouldn't Wouldn't have got the peppers if I knew they wouldn't Wouldn't have got that you can tell them anything if you just make it funny, make it rhyme. And if they still don't understand you, then you will run it one more time. They got on your head all this time. Good night. I hope you're happy. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense A weapon in a war against ourselves The setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get What it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste, fuck this rat race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space. The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown 
Genetically modified foods, poisons and vaccines, 9-11. Were they tested for super thermite? I doubt it. And other topics they don't want you to know about. I don't believe anything the government tells me. Sean Raspatello, owner and operator of RazRadioLive.com, now has his own t-shirt. Egomaniac. Buy the all-new Why I'm Right t-shirt from Teespring.com forward slash RazRadioLive. So say goodnight to the bad guy. You only have until June 27th to take advantage of this opportunity. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth. Love you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. Translate me and 